This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. It's time for another edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We do it for you every week. We talk sports and sports gambling. You get a full hour and you will get our best plays before we're done. We uh, had just did a very so-so okay weekend last weekend, and we haven't said that often, which is good news for our listeners because we've given out plenty and plenty of winners, and we're going to try to do it again this weekend and make some money for everybody. And we got some interesting games to pick from, Mike, when we look at the college and the NFL board for uh, week 11 already in the National Football League. So we're yeah, off car, my man. Everybody, it's good to talk to you. Everybody was pretty understanding. It's the first time we've lost since the beginning of the football season. Yeah. I go one and four. Just a nightmarish uh, type of week for me. This is what always I love wagering. I love handicapping. I've made that money up with the NBA of late. Been hot there. But I'll tell you this last night, I'm not completely out of the barn. I'm three and one last, last night. Didn't give them out. But my only loss was Golden State. They were losing by 13 in the fourth. They outscored Cleveland 36 to 8 in the fourth quarter, wow. folks. That's that's the type of thing. Unreal. But when you do it every day, you got to roll with it. But I will tell you, I had something happen to me, Carm, last week that's never happened before. What's that? I had a gutless quarterback for the University of Virginia, <laughs> Alexander, who was throwing the football around an hour and a half before the game. Out there in the public, like D. Rose used to take the shots in, 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 in practice and then sit on the bench. He says, you know, my, my rib's still sore from the BYU game. I don't think I can go. And they have conference games coming up that are big for them. Yeah. So they don't tell anybody two hours before the game. They just pull them out. The line goes all of a sudden from five and a half to nine and a half, and Notre Dame just cruises. Yep. I don't know if I'm the competitor I think I am. If he can go this week, which he is, and I know they want to beat Pitt, but, man, to get a chance to play the signature game of your life against Notre Dame, wouldn't that be tough to pass up? Yeah, unless it's some sort of strategic deal, like you said, yes. because they've got the Pitt game, and they could, I think, could they technically catch yes. Pitt with a win? So that's, that's the what... reason they sat him. No yep. other reason. Well, yep. tell us on Friday, or tell us Friday morning. Yeah. Tell us Thursday. See, this nonsense, and then, huh, you think I'm finished? No, I ain't finished. <laughs> then Pittsburgh, three hours before game time, Ben gets a, a temperature. So I lost one quarterback who didn't play against Notre Dame, and I lost another quarterback due to COVID. First time I've lost two quarterbacks. You know how hard that is with all the college and pro games to pick from? That's to pick two of the main guys, and they both sit out. That is brutal. I mean, what can and you really – at that point, what, what do you, you – there's nothing you can do, really. And I mean, Pitt should have covered anyway. I know. And you should have won. Look at you and I could talk all we want about the Tennessee game. Oh. I mean, Tannehill never got roughed, okay? No, but no. There were But there were just horrible calls on both sides. I don't mind losing that game. But yeah. what I do mind is when I lose the game by one point. Right. You know, know. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you ended up getting a win, which I was glad of, but I'm sorry I screwed up. I'd been watching 22 hours of football, and uh, I, I had you with the 0-3, and I go, oh, thank God Randy uh, let me know. Yeah, one-on-one, one, yep. And I'm covering for him now. Somebody's saying that's not his real record. 
I said, this is from forgetting the football because Randy had a couple losing times when he sat with you, I mean, yeah. with me. But I'm not going to count those. And, and he, you know, we need him now. We need him. If he starts losing, we'll dump him. That's just well, that's the way exactly it is. Right. I'm yes. carrying you guys. Oh, listen, to, that's the worst. And the guy's got the big book. What was that? Where were we at? The book barn last night? Where was the it now? Same company, Mike. Claim no. company. company. I would have gone. Uh, Jay Hood was there, my buddy. Saw it on Twitter. I retweeted it. That's that's my way of saying. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, that's my way of saying I didn't want to drive in, but I'll take care of it. Right. Our way of supporting Randy is to tell everybody it makes a great holiday gift. I bought three books already. Go to the website behindtheglassthebook.com, and you can buy Merkin's book, everybody. So that's how we support our guy. Uh, Bears coming out of the bye, um, and my goodness, Mike, they haven't won out of a bye week since Mark Tressman's first season back in 2013. They've got the longest current losing streak in the NFL coming out of a bye. It's seven straight. Maybe oh. this is the week they do it against the Ravens. Um, you know, I, I don't have a particularly strong feeling on this game. I do think the Bears will play well in cover. Um, I, I'm not giving that out or anything like that. I just My sense is the Bears will play well coming out of the bye, even though they haven't done that in recent years. Uh, maybe they got a little confidence from uh, uh, a somewhat decent performance in the second half against Pittsburgh last time they were on the field. Yeah, well, that you know, saying that you like the Bears, but you're not going to play it is like saying, I like that house, but I'd never live in it. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. basically what we're talking about. You're here. right. Because we don't know what to take here. I mean, I, it's a split-up game for me. I'm like you. I'm sort of like edging to the fact that the Bears are ready. I, I thought they were close to an upset last week. Um, they need an upset. I've said that. Yeah. If you want to continue to have... Um, the faith that some people have in Justin Fields. I mean, you want to see him have a Mac Jones-type game. He had a good game last week, uh, uh, Justin, but he didn't have a Mac Jones moment yet, you know. So uh, we'll see. We don't. I don't know if that's capable with the hierarchy that the Bears have. Right. Uh, people are sort of hoping that it's not bad weather. Uh, the wind is going to be very, yes. very strong. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, you know, Santos the Magnificent may have some issues, and he's been right on. And I just I want to say this. The guy is a streak going, and the Bears put him in to kick a 65-yard field goal. Terrible. What a horrible way to be unaware, yep. I mean, of, of not only what your player is doing. I think it was like 34 in a row field goals or something ridiculous, and they do that to him. But I think tomorrow – I mean, we need all the weapons we could get, and he's one of our one of our big weapons, and yeah. they happen to have one of the best kickers in all of the National Football League. Absolutely, and you're so right about Santos. Not all, just to be unaware of this, that you know that the guy horrible. can't make a 66 yarder or 65 yarder. You know he can't. And you Why put not him throw in it to the end zone. It's ridiculous. And it's just horrible. And I'm I'm going to tell you this too. You know, Matt Nagy to say it's everybody's fault when he's the leader. And he's in charge of developing. And he's the one that has screwed this quarterback thing up for the last four or five years. There's a guy, and I know Carm gets tired of hearing me say it, but, man, every week there's just another team available to buy for my guy, Mitch, which is going to be great. And I did I want to apologize to Carm. He was never with Sam Darnold. Uh, uh, no, I, never. Well, I listened to the show a couple times last week, and I slept with one eye open. I didn't want you know, I felt bad about it. Uh, but I know, 
I know that Kime's been with every quarterback besides Mitch. Most. It, no, definitely not Sam Darnold. Though. No, not Sam Darnold. I felt bad about that. I felt guilty about it. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I had one eye open. Bottom line is uh, they're saying 15 to $20 million for for Mitch next year. We'll find out about that. But here's what I want to see. I want to see – I don't care if Justin Fields throws six-yard passes. I mean, look at what Mac Jones is doing. They do what they're supposed to yeah, do in New England. Just... You know what I love about Belichick? He won't run the ball if they know they can't run the ball. Nope, it's true. And if they can run the ball, but they're getting stopped, maybe the other team, you know, uh, uh, leveraged it out, maybe the other team adjusted, then he'll change the game plan in the second quarter and they'll throw 10 passes in a row. Yep. That's the way, that's why he's great. That's why Justin Fields, if you think he's going to make it or not, is at a disadvantage that Mac Jones is at an advantage. First of all, Nick Saban put his friendship on the line by telling Belichick this is the pick. Yeah. They're both buddies. He wouldn't do that if he didn't believe him. I don't think he said, take McElroy back in the day or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, McElroy, yeah, yeah I, I don't think he did that, Carm, and I think his endorsement pushed this thing. I mean, I heard, um, I don't know if it was Orlowski or Clark, say from the neck up, smartest rookie quarterback they've seen in a long time. Yeah, and he's definitely in the best situation. You're not wrong oh, about that. No it's just doubt. a stable situation, and he's a great coach. There's yeah, no doubt he is. And, and, and they've adjusted. And I love how everybody's saying, well, look, they played a, a bunch of easy teams. They've had a couple big wins. Well, I don't know what their wins are, but the total was nine. They're going to go yeah. over the total. They're going to go over that, and I, and I actually bet the Patriots preseason to make the playoffs at plus money, so I feel pretty good about that, oh, can too. can I congratulate yeah. you guys? On uh, Bryce Harper? You guys won a big bet? We did on Bryce Harper, yeah. Bryce Harper, unbelievable. I yep. thought he'd never do something like this. I give him my apologies. I love to say I, I, I was right, but I also don't mind saying I was wrong. He had a half a season, but he cashed it in. Yeah. He's good. Now you can uh, tell your grandchildren because of uh, uh, baseball development and pitchers where you're only allowed 60 pitches or something like we've heard before that Robbie Ray won a Cy Young won a Cy Young someday. Award. That's right, yes. Yeah, and then you can compare him to Denny McClain who won 31 in one season. <laughs> Please, that's a long time ago. Oh, my. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's it could still happen, I mean, if you trained them right. But, I mean, these two pitchers were big long shots. Big oh yeah, God! Guys. Robbie Ray was a huge launch. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think he was two, three hundred to one or something. Yeah, but, I mean preseason, please, and uh, he had a, it was a, it had to be astronaut. Shouldn't Otani have been up there for the Cy Young? Oh, well, for a little while, people thought he, he was. was. Too, wasn't he? Boy, somebody placed uh, one of the Caesars venues in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Caesars property lost a nine hundred thousand dollar bet. How about that? Somebody put uh, thirty yeah. grand down at the. It's a shame. Uh, 30 to 1, yeah. How about yeah, that? It's that congratulations to all. And Bryce Harper, congratulations to you, man. I mean, uh, I didn't think you could do it. We got a lot of games to talk about. All so right. uh, Mike and I will work through the board here coming up. We're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy coming up next from Prop Swap. We'll see what's hot there. Uh, we'll get Jim Miller with some ponies later. Jim And, of course, our best play. So lots to do. Don't go anywhere. A lot of big games to talk about for this weekend in the NFL and in college. Mike and I will be right back inside the Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app alongside Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco. We'll get to more games, uh, but right now we take a few minutes to talk to one of our favorites. He joins us every Friday, and let's find out what's hot at PropSwap in the PropSwap app. He's one of the founding members. Let's say hi to Luke Pergandy. Oh, Luke Snowcap Mountains. He's going to the Denver game. You're going to Bulls Nuggets, huh? Yeah. Nice. Going to Bulls Nuggets and then uh, Bears Ravens on Sunday. Hopefully uh, the Bears can eat this out. In the PropSwap copter. I love it, man. Yeah, he's got that copter. jet. He's got that private no, jet. No, I think he's going to use the copter just going from Denver to Maryland, although I don't know where either one is. <laughs> that would be a long chopper. Yeah, that would be a long ride. I love it. Yeah, you go see uh, you see our guy Jokic, who, uh, you know, listen, if anybody thinks he's got a, a shot at, at repeating at MVP, and, and I don't know why he wouldn't. I'm not saying he will. we got a long way to go, but he's certainly capable of doing it. You can still get pretty good odds. On Jokovic, uh, I'm telling you, those are tickets I'd be looking hey, at. Guy, I, I, hey, I kick myself that I never bought a ticket last year on PropSwap. Hey, on listen, Jokovic. his name's not Jokovic. Yeah. It's Jokic. He'll come after you, and I'm telling you now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Why did I say Jokovic? <laughs> yeah, not the tennis player. Jokic. Why, yeah, how, yeah. why did I say Jokovic? Well, because of the sensational tennis player that is from the, I, I forget from where, Serbia, somewhere like that. Jokic. He's from Serbia, yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. why I said that. But I wish I would have bought that ticket last year because Mike and I kept talking about yeah. him, Luke, and we never bought a yeah, ticket. We talked about it all the time, yeah. Man, I tell you. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know about this. The prop bet for this, folks. (laughs) Prop swap's the place to go. If you make something, a bet that is starting to look foolish, you unload it. You sell it. But here's what I'm going to tell you. How about for the first coach fired? We haven't talked about that. And I looked at the list today. For the people that bought those props, I don't think there's going to be a coach fired. First coach fired. Now, you can resign. If you're a coach, you could say I quit or something like that, but that doesn't count. But as far as a coach being fired, it seems to me everybody, Luke, I went over the list, they seems pretty safe. How about you? Yeah. I'm, uh, honestly, if if the Bears get blown out on Sunday, like oh. we were talking about this over the weekend, like if the Bears get, you know, say Lamar comes down and hangs 40 mm-hmm. this weekend, like I think Nagy is at the top of that list. Uh, right. it's, it's not going to be Dan Campbell. We can eliminate Dan Campbell. Um, and you know, maybe the Texans coach, but he's an interim coach anyway. So it's like, right. it's probably not going to can him. Um, I don't think it's going to be, um, be Flores in Miami. Um, it's so, not going to be urban. Yeah, I, I mean, urban survived the, yeah, the little mini scandal. Yeah. It's not going to be urban. If urban survived that, he's going to survive everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I, I honestly would, would put Nagy near the top if they get blown out. I'm not saying they will. I, I think they, they, they lose. Unfortunately, I think the Ravens are a really good football team. Um, Lamar practice. Obviously, no Lamar. It's a totally different football right. team. But Lamar did practice on uh, on Friday, so he seems like he'll go. Um, but yeah, I hear you, Mike. I mean, and sticking with with props, you know, we talked about Mahomes at eighty to one last mm. week. He goes into Vegas, hangs <laughs> forty on Las Vegas. He is now fifteen to one in one week of play. One week. That if you. We, we sold multiple 80-to-1 bets on him last week. Those tickets are now worth five times what you bet. So $100 bet would sell for $500 in one week. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's, awesome. what the, that's what the whole thing is all about. That's what PropSwap is all about. It's like knowing when to capitalize. You can capitalize now. I mean, and to build on the Mahomes theme, I mean, I, you know, is it crazy to think that I, I can't remember the last time the Chiefs were, you know, 10-to-1. I mean, if somebody's got one of those – uh, the, the, a couple weeks ago, they were 15-1, to one, I think. Well, and if somebody was sitting on that guys. ticket, 
You know, reputation. I mean, if this team had been playing the way it wasn't, they weren't the Kansas City Chiefs. That win last week wouldn't have meant a whole lot, but it's because of who and because of where they've been that I think they're going to drop naturally when they look that good. And I think you're right. And I and Luke, I mean, if somebody had like, if you've got one of those fifteen to one tickets, I mean, now's probably time uh, because. You know, let's face it, a couple more wins like this, and, you know, we're going to see them back around where Tampa and Buffalo are at, you know, five or six to one. Yeah, yeah, single digits for sure. Yeah, they were 16 to one two weeks ago to win the Super Bowl. They're about 10 to one now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can, of course, take profits on, uh, on this team and then just reinvest. Uh, but it, it's just such a week to week league, the NFL is. And um, it's just amazing how the odds can change that drastically. Like that Mahomes number at 80 to one. With seven days, it's just it's wild. Hey, I, um, I know how to get Nagy. I know how Nagy will get fired if the Bears lose by maybe six to the Ravens, but on Thanksgiving give yeah. up two hundred fifty yards to Golf and lose thirty to three. If they lose to the Lions, that's, that's the, how be, you get fired yeah, in midseason, folks. That'd be yeah. bad. That's where you lose. I think the Ravens, what they coming off, you know. Uh, well, that'd uh, be not six, a great situation. That, like, if they lose the next two, and that, and that's what that'd be a six-game losing streak. It'd be a loss on national TV to the Lions, who are probably going to still be winless going into that game. I don't think they're going to win this weekend against Cleveland. So, yeah, that, you know what I've never seen, guys. Bad. I've never seen a fan base that wants somebody fired so bad, yet agree with almost every move he's made. Well, jump on the bandwagon for for Dalton, for Foles, you know, get rid of this guy, get that guy. Let's let's let him fight. Yet he could say tomorrow, we're going to start Dalton again. Oh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I don't know. I disagree with that. Well, you would agree, though, that we talked about it earlier, Carm, that every quarterback that they've played, you've basically been for except Mitch. So basically you're endorsing every move Nagy's made, yet I'm sure you are at the top of the list of wanting to maybe. I never wanted them to play Andy Dalton, not for yeah. one well, who single are they play? second. Justin Fields, the minute they drafted him. Yeah. I mm. never for one second I don't know about wanted that. the Bears to, to play Andy Dalton. Merck, I mean, you can back me up on that, all right? I yeah, mean, but that doesn't not make you right. Hey, you can back me up on Justin Fields. Well, but I, I'm not saying I'm right, but to say that I've agreed with every move Matt Nagy or Matt, that's, that's, that's not well, true. Okay, I, but did you have a problem with Dalton coming to the Bears? Yes. <laughs> I, well, I never well, who was going to be the backup? Okay, Dalton. then Foles, Foles, your original starter who you loved, was going to be the backup. I don't love Foles either, but, well, I, wait, but wait, I'm smart enough you... to know But I'm smart enough to know that you can't pay $25 million to Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. You okay. cannot. Mm-hmm. How much do you think Mitch will get next year from about the 17 Let somebody else pay him that money. Well, okay. why, why, why would I pay $25 or $30 million because you keep jumping in a average? Because you keep jumping in a swimming pool that's empty. Well, that's that, why. That, that, but that, Sooner or later, you hit yourself in the head. You say, maybe I'll jump out of the prediction business for quarterbacks. That's all. I, I, that, that could, the Bears need to jump out of the, the prediction <laughs> business for quarterbacks, <laughs> unfortunately, because they can't get it right. But, I mean, but please. Yeah. I, and, and they should have never for one second started Andy Dalton. And I've been saying okay. that since the spring. But, but Not once for again, a second. Once again, you're the poker player that loses quite a bit when predicting quarterbacks. So why are you right about starting Justin Fields from the I, I don't know that I am. I, I'm but just I, saying. I, I, I don't. Some, but I can prompt it. Mitch Trubisky's not even starting anywhere this year, and that's well, all you need to he know. Had, uh, I think you'd agree. Next year, there's no. Be... I can't. I don't know that. Well, for there's sure. not. 
Well, the, because you've been against him since day one. You've never told me why. He has a winning record. Because he can't play. He, he can't, can't play. play. That's Bitch, why. You, why don't you look up his statistics and tell me he can't play? He can't throw the ball accurately down the field. Either he can can't Trevor Lawrence right defense. now or Justin Fields or a lot of guys. Come on. I'll take Trevor think, Lawrence Luke? every day of the week. You think that Mitch will get 15 to 20 from some team next year, whether, whether you think he deserves it or not? I, I, yeah, I mean – there's come just on. so few quarterback openings just come next on. year. I think um, that's just bias and hatred towards the guy. You've but, been... but he, but when you, the only time you can start bragging about Mitch Trubisky is when he goes to a team and wins. The only yeah, he did, I, he was twenty nine to twenty one with the Bears, and the only time you could actually brag about being right about a quarterback is if you would have said keep Mitch. Can we stop talking about Mitch Trubisky? Because like, I can't do it on a week-in and week-out basis Well, we anymore. can't help it because it's like the LeBron Jordan thing. Why are you still talking about the no, old quarterback? No, that's blasphemous to LeBron and Jordan. It's Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, <laughs> but least. Justin Fields has done nothing <laughs> to tell you that it's the right move. That's uh-huh. all. But, but the, Mike, you could not. Do you really think the Bears should have paid 30 something million dollars a year for Mitch Not Trubisky? a year. I didn't say 30 That's your price. You well, said they, last week yeah. he wasn't worth 15 Yeah, that, saying, that's starting quarterback money, though. That's what I tried to tell him last week. But, but, on the, so, but they, so you wanted them to what, franchise him? The franchise? No, I wanted him to be re-signed for the year and have Justin Field back him up. Well, I mean, if you could bring in Jordan Love for Aaron Rodgers, but see, you don't like Mitch at all. You don't like the 29-21. You don't like twice as, twice as many touchdowns as interceptions. You don't like the highest-rated bear quarterback of all time. You don't like the highest completion percentage of all time. For some reason, you want to go everywhere else. You don't want to go to the best state joint in town. You want to go to the diner. I want, I want a quarterback that is great, and he not, will never only- be great. How, I don't know that will, Justin Fields will, will, will be. I don't either, know that he will be. But I can promise you Mitchell Trubisky will never be great, ever. And will I want a quarterback, quarterback to be great. That's what I want. Will, either will 28 of the other quarterbacks. There's well, only so I don't care about 20 of the others. I want the Bears to have right. a great quarterback, right, and ju- Mitch I'm, will I'm never jump, be a I'm great quarterback. Jump in. Jump in. Enough. All right, All right. Luke, thanks. For, are we anything else for Luke? we got to end this conversation. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. I can't believe where this guy went. Yeah, no, Mike's, Mike's been a Trubisky guy for a while. I mean, I'll, I'll say this about Justin Fields. He is much faster than I thought he was going to be. Yes. And now that the recipe for success for a great quarterback has to be a combination of both arm and legs. Mm-hmm. He's got the legs, for sure. He is he is lightning out there, but there's some of these throws that he's missing are, are a problem. There's, they I mean, are there's, a big problem, and Tom Brady's yeah. a pocket passer, went to 10 Super Bowls. Eli Manning, pocket passers. Give me your running quarterbacks, your Tarkentons, your Cunninghams. Give me all the running uh, – your RG3s, your Andre Wares. Give me them all, and then listen Yeah, to no, I agree. I, it's a problem. I'm giving him credit hurt. on his legs, but he, he is, it's a problem that he can't complete a slant route. No. You know, eight yards in front of his face. It's, it's who, a problem. I agree. Can he not? Are we not watching? What are we really not? Okay, I'm, I I'm done everybody's having the conversation. Concerned. I think everybody's the, asking the, the question of you. What, what, Did you that, not watch that that, that? that that somehow we, the Bears shouldn't have moved on from Mitch is crazy. They no, they, they had their answer. All right, yeah. we'll see. Thank you, I, Luke. They had their answer. Yeah. They know it's I time to move Ryan on. Tan I don't know big. that Justin Fields is going to be great, but I can promise you, Mitch Trubisky won't be, and that's all that yeah. matters. But you know what's funny? He, he looked he looked confused out there. Yeah. There was just so many plays where he just wasn't able to read progressions from Mitch. Exactly. Option A to option B. Yeah, Mitch. Yes. Yeah, there was just there, well, that happened the meantime, all the time. The guy that they gave that you guys just described was Ryan Tannehill of Miami. How's that working out? 
Yeah, I mean, Tannehill's got an incredible defense, a really good coach. I, yeah. Give me Mike Vrabel 10 times out of 10 over Matt Nagy, my God. Um, oh, uh, over everybody. That's why Justin Fields may not That's why Justin Fields may not be the quarterback we think he can because we're seeing what Josh McDaniel and Belichick are doing with Mac Jones. That's all. All right, Luke, listen, Luke, enjoy Bulls sorry Nuggets. Sorry about it, man. We got, have we fun watching it. Joker tonight and then have fun at the Bears game. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Thank you, boys. I think we disturbed uh, his lunch, too. We kept no, him longer than fine. we normally do. No, he's fine. But you know what? It's something that's got to get out in the open. Everything, it is. Uh, but I, I, I don't want to talk about Mitch anymore. I can't do it on a week-in, week-out basis. It's too frustrating. I didn't think you talked about him during the week. I only see it once. No, I can't. Listen, and, and it's, it's the, is it, getting, it was, getting calls? It was time to move on. It's done. It's over. And I don't know that Justin Fields is the answer or not. I really don't. I'm not pretending that I know the, the end-all, be-all about quarterbacks. But I know when I watch a guy play for three years who kills, still can't read a defense and still can't throw the ball accurately down the field, that he's not the answer to be a great quarterback in the NFL. Well, we just had a guy say Justin Fields. I watched the games. He can, He's right. Yeah. You, Go look you at the throw old... he made to Komet. Go look at the throw to Mooney. Go look at what he did in the second out, half. Hey, you can pick out five highlights from him. Yeah, I can too. You're right. I could pick out you know. five throws Mitch made probably. That's true. He played 40 games and I could pick out five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk more about the other games around the NFL. We're going to work through the board when we come back next. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Back inside the Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. We're presented by PropSwap. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. We got best plays before we are done. Mike's bonus play earlier today, in case you missed it with Carmen and Yurko, UAB plus the points. I like how we're going the deep dive for this week. My God, I mean, play. you know what? I mean, like I said, I'm 20 and 20. You are right now uh, uh, have a, just a fantastic uh, – you've you're got like 18 and 18 five. and 6. 18 yes. and 6, something like that. Randy's 8 and 3. Uh, I'm the guy holding us back right now, but I'll tell you what, at 20 and 20, somebody said, boy, you're not having that bad a year. I go, for me, that's a bad year. Yeah, I'm a, usually a 60% guy, right. but there's been some tough breaks. Uh, uh, you know what? That's the way it goes. You know what? I was doing – by the way, Mark Potash is kicking some butt in the Sun-Times. I saw this today. This is how I got my job with uh, uh, with ESPN. I started out with the uh, best bets. Uh, uh, first, first five weeks, I was like a 19-1. and one. Right. And then they noticed, well, he is right now 28-11, and 11, picking fours of four games a week, folks. That's Damn, not Potsy. easy. That's good. Potsy no, it's not it easy. We, you know, picking Are games in the NFL, me? man. It's tough. Yep. Packers, Packers, Vikings. Uh, this kind of feels like last stand stuff for the Vikings here, I, even though it's a, probably a long shot anyway at this point mm-hmm. for them in the division. I mean, it's a big win for them if they could get it uh, because of what it would do to just keep them in playoff contention. But, you know, the, the, the Packers are probably going to win the division regardless. If the Packers win Sunday, they can take a knee on it for uh, the NFC North for 2021. So kind of last stand time for the Vikings. And, look, while we might question some of the coaching decisions from time to time, mm-hmm. they're competitive in every game. And uh, they were aggressive when they had to be late last week, Mike. They milked the clock, and they, they won the game outright as an underdog in Los Angeles. So I think the Vikings are going to play well this weekend. 
Yeah, I think that was uh, something. That was one of Aaron Rodgers' better wins, if you want to say the truth. They got a heck of a defense right now, but they're rushing three, four guys against them. I've said the way to beat him. Buddy Ryan would have never rushed three or four guys. They do that. He seems to know when they're going to do that for some reason. That's his intelligence, I mean, which is underrated. He is one of those, I'm going to run, but then I'm going to throw out the last second type quarterbacks that Carmen and I oh, uh, yeah. were talking about in the last segment. Not a, not a guy known for running, no. but a guy that uses the sidelines, running yep. towards the sidelines as a tool. Uh, I would edge the other way. I thought Minnesota, we saw a little bit of something. You know, they, they had been left for dead. They know they still have an outside chance. Yep. Uh, Green Bay's been pretty fortunate. I'd lean that way right now. Kyle. Yeah, I will say uh, Matt LaFleur as the head coach of the Packers. Wow. Like, ki- killer numbers inside the division. 13-1 straight up against all NFC North foes. 10-4 and against the number. I mean, just really good well, stuff. Well, how, how much credit is he supposed to get? Well, should, I, I mean, the defense has been great. Special teams been. is good. You got except for his kicker, and they've even overcome that. I know. I mean, he's doing something right. He's got a great yep. quarterback, and that always helps. But the, the, the yes. numbers speak for themselves. They've been in the NFC title game each of his first two years. They got a good shot of going back there again this year. Uh, Saints and Eagles this weekend, boy. The Saints. You talk about another team that's well coached. I know they've lost back to back, but yep. think about the offensive losses that we're talking about. They had to play without Kamara last week. They're down to Trevor Simeon. Uh, Michael Thomas is not going to play all season and Sean Payton still has them in all these games and he is a machine when they're an underdog now 3-1 and one straight up 4-0 against the spread as a dog this season 9-2 and two against the number as an underdog since the start of 2019 and they're getting about two points going on the road to Philly this week Philly's lost five in a row at home by the way I'll tell you what lean Philly I mean New Orleans you know, he's a good coach. Can they keep doing this, though, right? But can like, they – exactly. And, and you know, can they keep basically – I mean, the Eagles are favored once again. That means nothing. Uh, I like that Eagles coach, by the way. I yeah. just don't think they have the overall talent right now. I think that that Super Bowl and whatever happened with the whole situation, you know, in Wentz and Foles, that knocked that. It's sort of like I compare it to the when the Bulls lost Derrick Rose. You know, yeah. once once Foles started to go south, everything went south. Yeah. And uh, I just think that they are still recovering from that. Uh, this is a game I'd probably stay away with, but he probably, with the Eagles being favored in this game or a picket or something like that, I'd probably lean down. Big uh, strength-on-strength game here. I mean, Philly can really run the ball, and they have run it a lot in the last couple weeks, even without Miles Sanders. They're spreading it around. They're doing a great job. But New Orleans has the baddest run defense in the NFL, folks. Number one in success rate, number one in rush defense DVOA, uh, number one in uh, yards per attempt. Really, really excellent stuff that they're doing defensively in New Orleans right now. The marquee game, really, Mike, is the late window kick. I'm excited for this one. I mean, you know, and while I normally, especially when the Bears aren't on, it's like kind of red zone and red zone only for me. Right. This this will be on the TV. I mean, I, so Cowboys you don't switch Chiefs around like I do during commercials. No, I I switch I, around I like when to... there's a commercial at the Bear game. I hit the other two three games I got. Yeah, and then I go back to the Bear game. And then actually. you go back. Yeah. No, I, I mean, just I, go to red zone. I go to the mix to see which games are at the commercials and which aren't. I'll yeah. get the game, one of the games I've interested, but I'll make sure to get back. Sometimes you get you can miss a couple plays in the Bear game because the team you got bet with somebody else on another right. channel is getting the job done. You know. Yeah. No, you're right. But I mean, like Cowboys Chiefs. I mean, put it on. Oh. Let's sit down and enjoy it. I mean, it should. Let's hope it plays out the way we think. Where I mean, there should just be fireworks. These offenses are so good, both of them, in in so many key. 
uh, metrics, uh, advanced stats, old school stats. You, you know, you just watch the productivity from the offenses, and you go, "Wow, they got a lot of playmakers, a lot of weapons." Dak versus Mahomes for the first time should be really fun, I think, on Sunday. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's going to be it's a, it's a game that they dream of. I think Mahomes gets up for games like this. He's coming off a hot game. Um, Dak, I think that you know what, it, it from beginning to end, we talked about everybody from Brady uh, to any other uh, Herbert, everybody. Dak's been pretty damn consistent. Yeah, you know if they can if if they win this game, then when you're talking about a, an MVP type of deal, yep, he's right in the front. He's yep. right in the front. That point. being said, Kansas City favored by two and a half. But you know what are they favored by three years ago? Four. Yeah. You know yeah. it's a different ball last game. Year. Yeah, Is Kansas right. even last year? You're right, Carm. Is yep. Kansas City's defense going to still be playing how they played uh, recently? I don't know. And I think Dallas has. You know, you don't want to say it uh, because they say it every year. It's they have from top to bottom. I think the best talent in depth. I really yeah, do. I think they might. I yeah. mean, especially with what they can roll out there offensively. Absolutely, the they have some college games we want to talk about. Uh, we got Michigan State, Ohio State. I could see Ohio State getting out and running, uh, running away from Michigan State in this one. Too many metrics here that favor the Buckeyes. Their offense is incredible. Number one in the nation in efficiency. Number one in yards per play. Number one in points per drive. And this Spartans pass defense has not been very good. One of the worst in the conference. They're actually barely top 100 in the country in passing down sack rates. So could get ugly here, but that Buckeye offense is starting to hum right now. A lot of points to lay, Mike, but I tell you, I could see them running away from Michigan State this well, week. Well, I can, and I and I heard Todd earlier, Todd Furman earlier today, uh, does a great job on Carmen and Yurko. Folks, believe me, Furman and North. It's like going to see BTO and Sticks back That's in right. the 70s. You know what I mean? Back to back. But, um, you know, I said that I was happy for Mel Tucker, and everybody starts beating me up because hey, he signed that not? $95 million dinner. Wait a I'm minute. I'm with you. I never once thought he was going to go 9-1. and one. No. I'm sorry. So he goes 9-1 and one and cashes in like a lot of coaches do, like, uh, like that guy Herman from Texas. Tom Herman, sure. Who's still getting paid $26 million bucks. Sarkeesian. And he's gone. <laughs> who's getting I mean, paid Sarkeesian, by Texas now. And I'm going to get upset because Mel Tucker did something I never thought he could do because D'Antonio left that whole thing in a mess. I'm with you. So I'm going with him. I don't care. And maybe he'll be gone in four years. Why is it okay for everybody else to be gone in four years and cash out? But Mel Tucker can't. It's, I'm a, when I doubt somebody and they prove me wrong, it's not. it wasn't over a long period of time. Who had Michigan State being 9-1? and one? Nobody. Yeah, Nobody. I, I, I don't begrudge him. Come have on. A couple, couple other college games I want to ask Mike about. We'll do that after we talk to Jim Miller and get some ponies. And then we're going to give you our best plays. We still got more to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple on this Friday. On ESPN 1000. Don't forget to check us out on the ESPN Chicago app. You can always download the podcast there. You can get the Encore replay tomorrow morning from 8 to 9 before Connor McKnight and White Sox Weekly. And then Pat Boyle and Brian Hanley have the hockey show after that. So full weekend, full, uh, full weekend of great programming here on ESPN 1000. And it's uh, time to get some ponies for the weekend. He's made so much money for us all year long. And 
He's going to do it again. I just know it. The expert handicapper, one of the best in the biz from Hawthorne Racecourse, our good friend Jim Miller. Jim, hey! What up, Jimmy? Gentlemen, the local horses have been doing us good, so that's a beautiful thing, especially now when we're racing year-round between harness and thoroughbred racing. So thoroughbred racing going on this weekend, and Carm, we're still on the turf, which is a beautiful thing. Great. We always talk about that. That's where... It's just there's more prize money, right? The courses are better. Like, there's something as long as you can stay on that turf, that's what you guys want to do, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. We're going to stay on it basically until the ground freezes. So we're going to go on it for as long as we can. But you're right. It's a little higher quality of racehorse, usually a little bit better race, and it just it, it draws the betters in a little bit more. So nice to have turf racing. We're expecting to be on it at least Friday, Saturday for sure, hopefully Sunday too if we can avoid a little bit of snowfall. But, hey, we're going to roll with it as long as we can. Nagging injuries. Horses have them more in the uh, uh, colder months or in the warmer months. You know what? Nagging injuries probably in the colder months because they're going to deal with joints just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. So that's something where you do have to keep an eye on it. The one thing where we're really fortunate with, Mike, is all the barns here at Hawthorne are fully enclosed. So nothing is really subjected to the weather. It's a nice warm barn. It's a lot of brick barns, too. So it's just warm conditions. And the thing that's interesting, we've talked about this in the past, these horses are kind of a lot like dogs. They get walked every single morning. So they're able to kind of stretch things out, get outside, really kind of stay fit in that and work through things. And also, there's multiple veterinarians on the backstretch every single day. So these horses really have awesome care. But it is. It's something that it does affect them a little bit more in the cold. Well, like you said, Jimmy, uh, we've been having success at the hometown track. Are we staying at Hawthorne for the weekend? Yeah, we're staying at Hawthorne for the weekend. Three horses on Saturday. We're going three races in a row here, too. So it's races two, three, and four. And race two, bet the one horse, because I'm chocolate to win. Put this horse in your pick threes, pick fours, anything you want as well. Race three, bet the three, amended across the board. This is a turf race there. And then in race four, bet the one, stop shopping Amy to win. This one drops out of a stake last week. All the horses should be really tough, Carm. All right, so uh, all the races Saturday night at Hawthorne. Race two, the one horse to win. Race three, the three horse across the board. So win, place, and show. And then race four, the one horse to win, right? That's right. Make some money. Build the bankroll for Sunday, boys. Jimmy, you're the man. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Good luck. Happy Thanksgiving, Jimmy! buddy. There he is, Jim Miller, at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. Uh, Purdue Northwestern, it's the game at Wrigley. First time in 11 years there's football at Wrigley, uh, Wrigley Field. They got the dimensions all set this time, not oh, like yeah. last time. Uh, Northwestern is an 11-point, maybe 11-and-a-half-point underdog against Purdue. Purdue got tripped up. You called that one. That was a cakewalk for Ohio yeah. State last week. That's when I thought I was going to be standing on top of Mount Rushmore. Instead, I was down at the bottom of Mount Trashmore. Well, yeah, well, it, it happens. happens. Listen, Mike and, I, little- and, and people who listen know how much uh, Mike and I like Coach Fitz and the cast, but yeah. boy, oh boy, I mean, they're tough to watch offensively. They'll, they've lost four straight, Mike. They haven't scored more than 14 points in any of those games. They're 117th in the country mm-hmm. in yards per play. They're 93rd mm-hmm. in efficiency. And uh, Merck texted me at one point last week because his Badgers were playing. He goes, boy, Northwestern really is bad. I mean, are they just? I, I, it's hard to trust them to be able to do anything offensively against Purdue. What I told you, Tuesdays they show the facility by the lake where you can <laughs> – Go practice outdoors, and, you know, it looks like Malibu. But the football has not been good. And, and the last thing the Bears do, or the uh, Wildcats need was a shorter end zone. I remember going right. to the games right. when they went from Madison to Waveland the field, and if you see the indentation, that's where one of the uh, end zones were in left field. So you didn't have on one on the right side of the end zone, it was a yard and a half short. 
Mm. Okay? Really? And there's a band, if you look, right next to the end zone. Uh, and, and there's just people standing around. It was archaic. But the mm. way they have it now, they took the dugouts out. Okay? Wow. So uh, they got enough room on the field. Uh, but that's not going to help Northwestern. I mean, it's just no. it's a great football uh, scene. It's cool. Uh, but the other team's playing pretty good football right now. We yeah. didn't see that coming. Uh, Michigan is on the road laying 15 at Maryland. It's a Maryland team that is not good. Does Michigan get caught looking ahead at all with Ohio State on deck, or you think they'll be okay? It was a good win for Michigan at Penn State last last week. They haven't right. done well there the last five or six years. You want to know something? Uh, you have Michigan. I know that game still haunts them. Uh, they got to keep their guard up. I mean, they got to yeah. keep playing hard. I don't think yeah. Harbaugh will let them slip, but this is one of those games that could be close. It really is. I mean, I, do you have complete faith in taking Michigan with the point spread? You know, I, the, the, only, no. the only thing that I say no is because I think just naturally they could be looking ahead a little bit. Sure. They're going to win this game. But I'll tell you, the Terps are bad. L- listen to this. They stat. are bad. They started the, out good, too. They, they are, Mike, they are a minus 122 <laughs> this season, okay, in scoring differential in games against Iowa, Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State. That's 30 and a half points per game against the best competition they've played. I mean, they just they haven't been close. They're not a good, good football program. They're not. I mean, I mean, I, when I have to go back this far and say Boomer Esiason ain't walking through that door. Exactly. You know, that's how bad Maryland, I think the whole athletic program, Boomer the basketball program, going to the Big Ten was supposed to help them. I mean, but it didn't. I mean, no. that reminds me, I mean, everybody thought Penn State was going to take the Big Ten by storm. Everybody thinks that everybody going somewhere is going to all of a sudden make their, their lives better. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. All right, Mikey, let's get to best plays uh, before we all are right. out of here. Like I said, Mike's bonus play on the Carmen and Yurko show was UAB. What else are we liking for the weekend? I'm keeping it simple. I got to get above 500. I think the 49ers have righted the ship. Mm. I think people are going to remember Jacksonville for the last good thing they did, which just was recently. I don't think Trevor Lawrence, I I will say this about Justin Fields. He's got as good a chance, in my opinion, folks, as Trevor Lawrence does. I watched them both. I've seen them both. They're both having accuracy issues. You heard Luke talk about Justin. Trevor Lawrence is even worse, and his receivers aren't as good as Mooney and Robinson. I'm taking Frisco, and I'm taking the over. In that game. Frisco and the over. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's it. it. Those are my picks. Got it. All right. Uh, I'll give you two real quick then, too. I'll give one college one. I'm going to take Minnesota laying the seven at Indiana. The Gophers, uh, look, I mean, they could have won that. They covered. If you had the best of the number, they did cover. Indiana's bailed out. They, that's what I'm saying, Mike. Yeah. I mean, they're one and eight against the spread against FCS opponents this year. One and eight, and the Gophers, even though they lost, they did cover. If you had the best of the number, luckily I did at five and a half. Um, they covered. They lost the game. They could have won, and if they were a little bit more aggressive in the second half, they may have won. They outgained yep. Iowa by more than 130 yards. They did. Had twice as many first downs and had twice as much time of possession, and still lost. And PJ Fleck was getting. Getting killed for being too conservative. Yep. I think it's going to fire them up. I think they'll go into Indiana and play well this weekend. So I like that one. And and then I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Vikings here too as uh, the small dog. Some people think this is going to shift to either pick them. Randy or maybe had them last week. Being the favorite, yeah. 
I, I like the Vi- I think it's kind of last stand time here. Zimmer's a perfect 4-0 against the number at home uh, as a dog inside the division in his career, even though we're almost going to be picking the winner here. But I think the Vikings just have to play well and make a statement, and um, I think they'll do that. Aaron Rodgers hasn't practiced much the last few weeks between the toe injury and the COVID stuff, so I'll go ahead and back the Vikings uh, plus the one and a half this All week. All right, that's a good pick, too. The so Vikings. there it is. I got two Minnesota. How about that? Minnesota I like and Minnesota, that. Mike. Let's hope, let's hope that works out good for you. But then we got our other guy. We can't forget him, our guy Randy. Our guy Rand. Randy. Randy, who man. you got? I'm going to ride. With Give us team. one good one. I'm going to ride his team that should have won last week. I'm going with Sean Payton and the Saints against the Eagles. Okay, Ooh. Payton and the Saints Look. on the road. And you, can a just, small you can just take that on the money line. Listen, my my, guy. Oh, Randy's Randy's going money line. <laughs> Randy's the guy on the Ryan with the Ferrari. I love forget him. about it. I I'm going by everybody. I love That's great. Hey, Mike good ha- luck with the book. Where's it again? Where, 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 Behind where the glass, get? the book.com, my friend. Behind gonna, the glass, the book.com. We got to get, we got to sell the, the leading seller. That's right. That's, That's right. We're making it our mission, Mike. We're gonna How much is it? 20 bucks. How much? What's the record within reach? I think it's over a thousand. Just over a thousand. Oh, we're going to get over a thousand. Man, I might have to buy them myself for Christmas. But buy a hundred books for Christmas. <laughs> Mike, have, listen, have a happy Thanksgiving. You and you me too, next guys. week. All right. Have a All wonderful right. Thanksgiving. Thank you to Tyler Rocky and Sean Davis. Oh, Randy yeah. Merkin, as always, great job. Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap and Jim Miller from Hawthorne. Love you guys. Everybody have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Mike and I will be back again next week. We're talking NFL and sports gambling with you. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck. And, uh, Mikey, we'll see everybody next week. Okay? So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.